hard to even approach this game. There's so much that happened in this game. I would say, just to start off, one of the all-time games I've ever been to in person experience. I can't, I can't even think of a better soccer game that I witnessed live. So, like, there's obviously recency bias, I'm sure, but also I don't can't think anything that could have matched that. Um, you came to one of my games in high school, and you said that was a really good one. But. <laughs> guys doopy brothers podcast here presented by the probably league game it's me aj and it's me luke it's october 22nd this is episode 39 this episode is gonna be all about the playoff victory against stupid stupid red bulls um we're just we're just pumped everyone's pumped this is one of the best moments to be alive if you're a union fan it really truly is uh just out of due respect number 39 has been worn by one player in union history oka nikolov um goalkeeper goalkeeper coach but this episode really is not about him it's gonna be all about that first playoff victory so yeah let's get into it we're gonna go over red bulls all the excitement and then at the end we'll talk about thursday night we've got a game in 48 hours from right now so we've got a lot to cover but just let's let's start with all the excitement this is awesome okay we were we were there it was amazing it was cold and rainy it was Oh, horrible, horrible weather, but it didn't matter. Did not matter. Um, it's uh, it's kind of hard to even approach this game. There's so much that happened in this game. I would say, just to start off, one of the all-time games I've ever been to in person experience. I can't, I can't even think of a better soccer game that I witnessed live. So, like, bef- there's obviously recency bias, I'm sure, but also I don't can't think anything that could have matched that. Um, you came to one of my games in high school and you said that was a really good one, but, uh, so before the game, we went to two SP brewing, um, saw a lot of fans there, which was awesome to see the atmosphere starting to build around the area, but Luke's sitting here and he's, he's just so nervous. I it's could funny. not even drink, like I could, I could barely finish one beer and I had like a hot dog and could barely put it down. <laughs> it was I was so freaking funny. out. I could not stop. My stomach was just tossing. I was so nervous. So I'm sure all of you guys had some similar feelings, just really nervous going into this game. We knew what was at stake, a biggest game of the weekend, and going into this, all the home team, home playoff teams had won, and you're always expecting there to be some upset, some mess up by a home team, and we didn't want it to be us. So all of that was kind of building into, like, it was either us or Minnesota who were hosting the last two games, and you're expecting one of those two teams to go down, and gosh... We, it's usually us. It, uh, yeah, <laughs> history would say, don't be too confident. And then five minutes in, we're already down 1-0. Then, oh, I don't know, what, 20 minutes in or so, we're down 2-0. And it's just like, holy crap, we're sitting there in the stands. It's like, just, it's going to happen again. This is, um, this is it. This is, just, okay, well, we had a good season. I'm already thinking about our, our podcast thinking, all right, well, I mean, it's going to be pretty sad. I mean, I guess we can talk about all the good moments we've had this year, and uh, I guess the season's over. But yeah, but then, Bedoya, man, Bedoya, our captain, dragged us back. He he would not let us lose this game. I mean, I think he left the game with only one and a half legs working. If that, I if mean, he he really put left it all on the field. Yeah, uh, that first goal it was what the. I can't remember the timeline, but it was after the, the surely after Thir- they scored their second goal. Thirtieth minute, so they scored in the twenty fourth minute. We're about to cry. Bedoya says, "No worries, boys, I got gotcha. you." Thirtieth minute, 
He scores. Off a set play. From Harris. And so it was kind of funny. So they had a player kind of not 10 yards away from the ball. And I felt like Harris was just kicking the ball to try to hit him Mm -hmm. to get that guy to take a yellow. Ball flies into the box. Bedoya bounces. And then Bedoya one times it to back the way it came from. Yeah, the the back post. It was perfect shot. Yeah, very well done. And so all season long, Bedoya's had this knack for scoring these goals that are just big-time goals. I mean, he's not scoring little dinky goals in a 5-1 game or something. He's only scoring goals that are happening at a big big moment. So the Dallas game earlier in the year, he scored the game winner. One of the best celebrations, and I've, I've watched that moment a ton this year. Right. Um, D.C. United, we, we were going into D.C. United, Audi Field, 0-0, three minutes in, he scores. Then, of course, the Congress call-out, huge goal. San Jose on the road at about 12.45 our time out here on the East Coast. He scores a goal to get us back into that game, tie it up 1-1. And and, uh, Sunday. Yeah, so any kind of like, I feel like before this season, he was kind of like known as the guy who's like a good captain and kind of just does like the the unseen work, like the dirty work in midfield, just kind of the under the radar kind of player. People weren't, weren't sure if maybe he was like worth the price tag. Uh, maybe not worth like a DP type player, but I mean, he is everything you want in a captain. He is everything you want in a star player. He shows up. He he gets his team energized. He gets the fans energized. Like he just is the he's so valuable to this team for so many reasons. And and this is just an, another example of that. I feel like throughout the season, the idea of him being a future Ring of Honor honor kind of guy mm-hmm. it was kind of like starting to creep up and then people are saying oh maybe maybe not and then kind of leaning a little more towards yeah and now i think he's he's cemented himself into I, ring of honor status. i would say so yeah especially if we keep this playoff running going like i think it's it's pretty much a lock yeah i mean when when he lifts mls cup he might as well just walk over to sign his name on the stadium. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so. That'd be so, <laughs> boss. You need such a big ladder, but you could do it. Um, so yeah, uh, what a game by him. Definitely. I mean, there were so many good performances, but I I think his was probably yeah yeah. So his his like the biggest his uh his goal got us like got us back into the game. Got us feeling like there's still hope in this game, even though we were down two goals early. He got us. Back within one, we'll feel, feels really feeling pretty good. We're kind of our play is kind of building up. We're getting back in this game, and then we let in another stupid. Well, before that, the PK, which uh, wasn't. Oh, the Aaron, yeah, the, the the handball. So yeah, Chris Penso, I know you listen to the podcast. You always text me and say brilliant podcast against boys, but <laughs> you were awful this game. It was just bad. There were there were so many calls that. I felt like we didn't know what was going on. The crowd was constantly discouraging your work. Um, and then this... this Pretty clearly. Pretty, pretty clearly. Yeah. In unison. Uh, pretty great. We, we all agreed. Uh, <laughs> we took a poll and you suck. Um, but then, yeah, this Aronson shoots the ball. And whether it rightfully or wrongfully wasn't called a PK, he didn't go look at it. And I feel like you have this technology. Yeah, someone checked it, but... You're the head ref. It's your job to go check this to make sure it's the right call. And I just feel like you need to at least check it. And I and I hate VIR. And you know I hate VIR and I, I never want it. But I just feel like do your job. Go check it. 
and then come off and say no. But to kind of give us that, non- shrug it off that quickly. Yeah, no, know? no closure of the subject. Like we're just thinking. Oh, wait, you're not even going to go look at it? Like, come on, like, go check it out. And then tell us, no, no, he had his arms tucked in or something. Yeah. So it was just kind of lame. When um, uh, we were watching the the, the 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 replay of the game, Alexi Dawes calling the game, he, he agree- I thought it was a PK. Yeah. Alexi, he always, his in his mind, if the ball even nicks your finger, anytime the ball touches your hand, he, he says it's, it should be a PK. He doesn't have any, like, wiggle room. He's a black and white. If it touches any skin... On your body from your shoulder down, he says it's a PK. So I, sometimes I don't really know how much I take his uh, opinion on PKs or not. Okay. But in this case, he was very right. Yep. Of course, it was a PK, but in other moments, I'm not sure. So, yeah, so that 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 would have tied the game for us in the first half. Would have been right back in it. We would had full momentum. And then... It co- doesn't go our way. Co- yeah, and then a couple minutes later, uh, another Blake Gaff off the... Trying to reach for a... a, a a ball played into the box and goes right to uh, Barlow or someone. Yeah, I think it was Barlow. Yeah, and and then it, then it goes three one Red Bulls just like that. Yeah, right we'll, before we'll, the half, and we'll get into Blake's performance. Yeah, yeah, bit, we'll, yeah. Kind of tr- yeah. try to stay organized in this rundown, but and and they're kind of our our momentum going go, fighting back to this game. Kind of gets all deflated back down to zero again. Yeah, and, and so the, the half ref, ends. ref calls for halftime, and and literally we're just sitting in the. It was so pathetic. Just sitting in the rain, we're just doing. We didn't want to go get beer. We were just like, just annoyed. We're just gonna sit here. We're not gonna go to the bathroom because we don't deserve to. We're Union <laughs> fans right now. We're down three one at the half, and so we're just sitting there getting rained on. And uh, our dad was sitting a few rows up ahead of us, so we eventually pulled ourselves up out of our seats. Went and got him and pulled him back to an open seat near us. And and thank goodness we did because he's the good luck charm. Because the second half starts and just a few minutes in, Jack Elliott with a header into the goal, and it was like it was such a skilled header. Yeah. So this was also off of a set piece, right? Ball played in. Um, Santos got the flick on, I believe, off the crossbar, uh-huh. and then it comes to Elliott who very calmly heads it back the way it came from, leaving Robles no shot to get it. Anywhere else, and Robles has a good shot at right. it. And with the way he was playing, I mean, he he had a very good game. Um, he's the only Red Bull I'll give a shout out to having a good game. Sure, yeah. Um, he only had five saves, but they were all big ones apparently. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that header was very good. And he he did you hear what he credited it to? Oh, that it's like the I don't know what you call it, but it's like the ping pong soccer. It's like ball or something. I yeah, don't it's know. like you just hit your head over like a ping pong table. Yeah, and it, and that I mean. He said he's been playing that a lot, so he credited the goal to that's pretty practicing. Cool. Yeah. Oh, and also football. he credited the goal to his mom. It was oh, yeah. her birthday on the game day. Yeah, so. Happy birthday to Mrs. big day for the Elliots. Yeah. yeah. And today is uh Brendan Aronson's birthday. Oh, so man. birthday week. Yeah, birthday week for the boys. Good stuff. Cool. Um, we'll have a pizza party on soon. 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 Yeah, we'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. And Chuck E. Cheese to play some laser tag or something. Nice. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> so that Elliot goal. Gave, give us gives us a little bit of spark of hope. We got plenty of time left. It was like the 52nd minute. It's like, all right, one goal. We got got some men going. We're always a good second half team. We still got our our, our big subs on the bench still to come in. All right, we can maybe we we got some hope here. Let's let's we can do this maybe. And I think we kind of just kept building towards kept going, kept going. Uh, yeah, the crescendo, just, right? Yeah, would that be the word? Like it, the yeah. momentum kept building and building. Right. We're just like Elcino comes in. 
he makes some sparks and play, sparks some energy into the, our offense. Corner after corner. Clap, yeah. clap, union. Clap, clap, <laughs> union. One of the hardest chants. I cannot do it right. But. Uh, the whole stadium has struggled with that. It was a little off rhythm in almost every corner, but it was still fun. Uh, and then uh, Fafa gets subbed in, and boom, immediately, header, dunks over Tim Barker. Dunk. And we tie it up. Yeah. Came in the seven se- 72nd minute. Only took him six minutes to use his head to put one by Robles. Assisted by Sergio Santos. Nice. And I love seeing Fafa. He ran straight to Curran to celebrate that goal. That was, that was cool. a pretty cool mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, we were watching the game earlier, and uh, I forget which coach it was, but celebrated with the players, and so it's cool to see players acknowledging Curran. Yeah, especially like Fafa like, could put, like easily be like really mad at Curran for mm-hmm. not having him start in the biggest game of the season. So it's it's cool that he Curran, or Fafa still has Curran's back, and there's some, some good uh, good vibes going through with that team. Right. So now it's 3-3. The team's just pounding, pounding, pounding. They didn't, Rebels didn't really have too many chances, but. Yeah, we kind of just took over. Yeah. We kind of snuffed out all their, most of their chances and. 94th minute, Rebels did have it in our end. They had a corner. And then the last like play of the game, we had that jailbreak where oh, yeah. off I of think, the corner. I think Santos like cleared it out of the box and just kind of started that whole break. It was pretty good to see. Yeah, we just have four or five guys running. And it just resulted in like kind of a mishit chip that landed into Robles' hands. But it was just like. The whole place starts going nuts. That like, holy crap! Insane. This is it. We've come all the way back. Last play of the game. We're gonna we're gonna have a walk off. That would that'd be insane. Like a walk off game winning goal. Oh, that would have been crazy. But it didn't work out, and we had to play some extra soccer, which didn't exactly help our blood pressure. Oh just, no, I had only maybe maybe like fifteen heart attacks by that point. Yeah, yeah, I pooped my pants twice at this point. <laughs> um, luckily, you brought extra pairs. Yeah, I was wearing a lot of clothes, so no one knew. <laughs> Again, extra time. We chose to go towards the Sons of Ben. I think that was a good choice to be on that front foot, front foot going yeah, the way yeah. that we like to go to score goals. Um, team always, I think, does better going that way. I think there's also there. Uh, there's a, a note about this game. Like the wind was a kind of a factor. Mm-hmm. All the goals are going that way, and there's kind of like a wind behind your back when you're going t- attacking towards the, uh, the the river. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I guess that's only, like Jack Elliott mentioned on that. Okay, game. only one goal was scored at the other end. That was Bedoya's. Right, yeah, right, yeah, and that offside one, which we'll get to also. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Marco Fabian shoots the ball, maybe. Yeah, they claim it's a shot. I don't. I mean, you're gonna There's... claim a shot after you score. So like, I, like just because you're that's a that's a, how it works. But uh, it's kind of just you send the ball to the back post. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a shot, if it's a cross, either way, you're going to a dangerous spot in the in the in the box so like that's obviously the right decision and when you watch it if that ball hit the post or the crossbar you had i think it was fafa and bedoya both standing right there it like kissed the crossbar oh yeah though. it yeah. like he kissed it yeah it was just a <laughs> sweetest little kiss it to was drop insane in. i get how that ball went in yeah um but, but it, you know marco fabian he doesn't believe in physics yeah so yeah, and it went in, in and it was the greatest moment of my life maybe um let's see you weren't around when i was born so yeah, I think this was. Yeah, it was insane. I I don't lose my voice ever, but this game lost my voice. Oh, we that was a. That's why we didn't do the podcast on Monday. Neither of us really had much of a voice. Um, teaching was a pain. Yeah. Uh, it, that I, I mean, like I don't know. There's not really much words you can say about this moment. It was the greatest moment of like any union fans, like life. Like right, it, yeah. It, it, there's nothing that could have topped like that. We. 
the game-winning goal by our our star player who was struggling to beat our our, our rivals in overtime after mm-hmm. a epic comeback like this was the moment. Like it was insane. Yeah, and I was kind of nervous that we scored it at the end of the first overtime because then we had the second overtime, and I I was a little nervous we were going to kind of crumble. But for the most part, we we still dominated the game. They put in BWP and all, and and we really still dominated, pushed it the whole time. Uh, they had one scary, scary moment in about the 120th minute. It was a <laughs> la- I mean, that was like the last touch other than the goal kick, I think. Um, right. Ball played in, BWP header, like inches away from the post. And if the soccer gods liked New York, which no one likes New York. Yeah, and they clearly don't. They have had a... Yeah, everybody hates Red Bull. Yeah. So soccer gods included, thankfully... They don't like them, so they didn't give BWP that moment of tying up the game. Yeah, you know who that who that ball hit? Oh yeah, I saw him out. I saw him right in the face. <laughs> That's yeah. really funny. Um, sorry, Pablo. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that I, this game just kind of turned all the all the lucky bounces just ended up in our favor towards the end of the game, and and that was the the the, the clincher basically. Yeah, yeah. To begin the game, bounces were definitely not going our way between. Penso trying to ruin the game for us. Blake um, not having his best moments. Um, and then then all of a sudden, you, you just don't give up. They're, they're blue collar. They're fight, fight, fight. And they made, I mean, if you believe in luck, they made their own luck. Yeah. But they're like, we don't believe in luck. We, we do it on our own. Um, and, man, what a what a night. What a night. It was incredible. The The stadium was just insane. The The... The energy the that 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 came came from this game was it was unlike anything I ever felt ever fell out from a sporting event it was it was it was amazing um yeah to all the fans were there who were there fantastic performance from you guys i mean all the players and coaches felt it but and it was and it was one of like the coolest moments was actually in the first half when uh after the second goal that the rebels scored the sons of ben or the, the entire river end started chanting towards the union hey union wake the f up and that was, I I, I was kind of like a shocking moment because you don't hear you know you don't hear your 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 supporters shouting negatively towards their own team, but Especially it, it was such very a big moment. But it was warranted, and it and it helped. Even current said in the press conference, like that kind of did wake us up. It it did it was something that they needed to hear, and it I don't know. It just it just like well, that was one of the you know one of the moments where it shows like the stadium's energy and the state the fans' atmosphere. Uh, it 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 influences the game. And the connection between this particular team and its fans, I right. think it's just this, these two entities are really connected from from the beginning of the team being formed to getting this moment that we've all been waiting for for ten years. Um, and so, let's talk about some of the moments, some little side notes from the yeah. game. Uh, one th- one of the things I think we were real successful in in breaking the Red Bulls press was the long ball. At first, I was like, man, we just keep kicking it long, keep kicking it long. But in hindsight, it kind of kept Red Bulls from being able to set up a press. It had it kept yeah. their defenders from being able to set up around midfield and keep us locked in. It forced them to keep running backwards. And it skipped over their midfield. And it just, Sergio Santos, my goodness. Let's he, let's talk about him. Oh, he had a, quite the night. It, it's disappointing that he didn't actually get to score one, but he, because right. he deserved to. He did. But he, yeah, because he, he had a great, great game. That's the guy that we all thought we were getting. Right. In the beginning of the year, there were lots of 
bold predictions and stuff that he was going to be a big time. I think goal I scorer. said he'd have like twenty goals for the year. <laughs> if he played like that every game this year, I I I would say that was a good prediction. Yeah, because he was. He was the man. He was bossing Aaron Long. He was bossing Tim Parker. He was on the left side, the right side. You would have thought we only had one striker up there doing the work of two, which he was. A little bit. Um, but, man, so I, I hope that, and Curtin mentioned this before, that he could be the, the X factor, the wild card going into the playoffs. Right. So hopefully, like, he's just a guy who, all right, the playoffs, I'm, I'm taking this team. I'm putting them on my big, broad shoulders. Um Bedoya says, I'm going to put you guys on my one and a half legs that I have left. And, um, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, Sergio, yeah, like we, it was Sergio Sanchez against Tim Parker and Aaron Long, who are two very, very good center backs. And he kind of got the best of them. I know, like, Tim Parker got a goal and stuff, but, uh, he was so good that you would think he was Canadian with the way he was beating <laughs> those American center backs. Too soon, man. Too soon. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, like I feel like he really got into Tim Parker's head. It got frustrated him a lot. Um, Aaron Long kind of towards. I feel like towards the end, there's one of the, one balls where like it was a long ball that was kind of past Sergio, but and so Aaron Long ran, ran into it. But then he kind of just knew Sergio was going to be on his back like instantly. So Aaron Long could just play it out. Like he know he knew he had another option with Sergio. The way Sergio was like pressing on and always on their back. Yeah, and this 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 could be huge moving forward, especially oh, yeah. with Atlanta and them being down their defenders. We'll get into that, but. Man, having Sergio play the way he did. It's it's a major, major factor. Yeah, so let's hope he keeps that up. Yeah. On the other side of the striker, the other guy was Andrew Wooten. Did you know that he was in the game? Uh you know, I think I saw him out there. Um technically he was on the field, but I think I saw something. He completed six passes. He uh he he shots? Not, not his best performance yeah he was definitely lost out there i I think he he was i mean he's running around he was he was trying to keep getting involved but he really just couldn't find the game uh pretty disappointing uh performance by him so i was glad he was the uh, first sub out and that's he made room for el senior to come into the game yeah so maybe just not not the time but sergio i took sergio what like nine months and now we're at that's keeping true. praise That's upon true. him. Yeah, so, I mean... For yeah. whatever whatever it's worth. You always talk about how it's tough to come in mid-year. Right, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it yeah. just wasn't, you know, the night for Wooten. Hopefully Casper's back, and then we can have Casper, Santos, and that, that's a pretty... That's a, that's a pretty, pretty dangerous... Good, if they're yeah, both duo. on. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about Andre Blake. Andre Blake. Uh, yeah, the, kind of the, the least positive out of the game. Yeah. Because uh, he had a very... Nightmare. Bad night. Yeah, yeah it was just a terrible. Bad night. Yeah, like we, it was so strange. Uh, the first goal was a shot that he had both both his hands both on, hands on, and just he just kind of deflected into the, the side corner of the net. And people are like, "Well, it was wet, so it's slippery." But yeah, other keepers playing the wet, and they just right. punch the ball out. Like we literally were seeing that same play in a game the night before. Like I forget which goalkeeper it was, but literally just. Punched the ball out and went out for a throw, and I was like, "Okay, that was a good, good punch out." Right. And then our keeper slides under his hands and into the. Yeah, ball. and it wasn't just like a, it was like a good chunk of his hands were behind the ball, and, and yeah. he still couldn't couldn't parry it away. Uh, and then and then the other ones like he just get got, kept getting lost on these uh these balls into the box. It was really odd. Maybe maybe the rain was a factor there, like like visually, but it was very uh unsettling. It's not, yeah, it's not his first time playing in the rain. It's yeah. just. It just sucks to give up two goals in which the goalkeeper is not even in the net. Yeah, like it's just a weird thing. Yeah. Um, the third one, 
you see Wagner just look at Blake and put his arms out like, what's going on? Right. And we're all thinking the same thing. Yeah, so that was that was disappointing. Uh, it was cool to hear uh, afterwards that um, how the other uh, rest of the team kind of rallied around and, stu- and and stuck behind Blake. Uh, I, uh, there was a something uh, posted about how how Bedoya uh, like kind of like said right before the second half started like we got we got your back. We're we're gonna get this for you. And it's good to have a to hear that the team kind of can stick behind their their guys when when. You know, not not everyone has going to be perfect on the night, so like there's going to be bad uh, performances sometimes. So it's good that they're sticking together. And yeah, thank goodness they didn't do the off the opposite and said "f you, man." We're not they're not doing <laughs> okay. this for you. Okay, I guess yeah, there's not much you could do, but like it's it's I don't know. You it, sub them out, Jim. But, take them out. I mean, like it, I don't know. Like Blake had such a it was such a it was bad uncharacteristically bad, bad yeah. performance that it's like I don't know. One thing that he did do that was good. Let me go this end. Okay, was his goal kicks. Um, Literally, so at the brewery, there's this old guy, and I like I was going to the bathroom, and he's standing up and he's yelling to his table about someone kicking the ball like this, and he takes a bunch of twinkle toe steps and then pretends to kick. And they're like, "Who? Who are you?" He's like, "I'm Blake." He always does it, and they're always <laughs> awful. They barely reach midfield, and it's true. His goal kicks are not great. He doesn't really have great long balls. There was even one. I think it was just a free kick from outside of the box that barely made it to midfield, but. On the day, his goal kicks, he he did not try to go long. He kept everything short. He always mm-hmm. was finding Mackenzie, Elliott, um, or even Harris just sitting at the top of the box. And so we, we were able to start with possession. Rather than giving a 50-50 up at midfield, we started with possession and were able to bring it up from there. With our midfield and our backs, that, that definitely seems like the right way to play it. Yeah. Especially with Madunian coming back to receive the ball. If we can get the ball to them immediately... Most of the time, they're making good decisions. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie, I will say, had a handful of balls where he wasn't. Uh, he, he, he also had a rough he, first half. He gave I a bunch away. Say. Yeah. Defensively, I thought he played fine, but he gave a bunch away. Defensively, he made a bunch of tackles and stuff. So, I mean, that's what that's what we want him to mm-hmm. do. But his next level is the ball playing, and usually he's pretty solid. Yeah. On the day, he was a little off. Um, you can go ahead and say something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's just, let's skip. Let's talk about the Fabian uh, uh, 120th minute um, celebration goal union. And it wasn't okay. It was a. It wasn't a goal from Marco Fabian. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't even <laughs> score. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry. Let's let's actually like talk about this play because it, it was a. Yeah. So Fafa gets the ball down the wing. He's beating guys, plays it across to I th- I want to say Elsino. Yeah, and then he plays it off to, to Harris. And they're like kinda like at like the sixth. They're like right in front of it's the goal. Just shoot and they're the passing around. Ball. He passes back to Elsino again, right? And then something. Sergio Montero. And then yeah, then Montero to tap it in. Yeah, and I'm then, pretty sure Jim Curtin said everybody has to touch the ball before and, we score the and next it's, goal. And it's like a kind of a moment where they're just kinda like really just messing with the Red Bulls and, and have a bit of a, a swagger going and, and trying to close out this game with the, this fancy little goal. But <laughs> it was offsides. And the last people to know this were Marco Fabian and Montero and, and Fata. Uh, <laughs> and, it, and this was the time where <laughs> Marco Fabian decides, oh, let's, let's, let's kind of milk this. Let's take someone's cell phone and, and start taking some selfies. And yeah, it, was, it was embarrassing. It was just, I'll it, tell you, it was embarrassing. The weirdest, most bizarre 
thing to watch because we're, we're we're freaking out. We think we're get on the field, yeah. get on the field. Everyone was yelling at them, and, and he was still just, holding up his phone and and trying to admit, take a selfie. And and so this is one thing where I'm gonna be like, okay, I can I cannot really pull him down for this because he scored the game winning goal. We all and love it, him for and it, it was literally like the hundred twentieth minute. Like the game's basically over. If you think he's, you think he thought he scored, they scored, but yeah, they didn't. And then. We've got three guys off the field. I, I feel like Fafa and Montero realize that they run on. And we look over and Fabian still has the phone in his hand, still trying to take a picture. <laughs> and and then eventually like realizes it and just kind of turns. And it was kind of funny. He didn't know whose phone. He just kind of threw it into the crowd and ran off. But then I was kind of like annoyed. I, I would be stupidly embarrassed and hope that no one knew this moment. But... I ended up seeing it on like Instagram and stuff, and thankfully we won. But let's say BWP ends up scoring his header, yeah. and the game goes a shootout. Then it's a coin flip, and then you're looking at this moment like, where were three of our players? Where was thirty percent of our field players? It's crazy. They were in the corner celebrating. Where was our two million dollar signing, our biggest signing in history? He's taking selfies with fans while Red Bulls are going to counterattack. It's just like, I I don't know. I didn't like the idea of like. Let me put it on my Instagram and say, I always have time for my fans. No, no, you don't. You're when you're extra, still playing. <laughs> you're in extra time in the biggest game of the year. Uh, uh, yeah, so yeah. I did. I wasn't exactly a fan of it. Um, it would but, it would have been really cool had it been a yeah. clear goal. But and it was also it was like one of those weird goal like offsides call where like you're in front of a defender, but the goalie was up, so was, there's yeah, still yeah. like the one, one the, only one between you and the goal, right? But. Yeah, still you need to have that kind of awareness to know that yeah. if that gets called back, you have to sprint back and get back behind the ball. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully we score and it counts, and then you can do it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully at Talon. And <laughs> like uh, he tries to do that with like an Atlanta fan. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Give me your phone. <laughs> um, uh, but, but so <laughs> you you mentioned the word swagger, and I will say I felt like the team had fun. During the game, despite having to fight the entire time to just tie it up and then end up winning it. But I felt like there was a lot of swagger out there. Mm -hmm. Montero started the game showing swagger. And here's a name that when I say the word swagger and soccer, it's not a name that I would usually put with this. Who, who am I going to say? I, I know you're going to say just Ray Gattis. Ray Gattis. Okay, guys. <laughs> obviously. He, he obviously is not someone who you usually think of. But, dude, the guy had swagger on Sunday. He was, like, beating guys. There was a moment where two Red Bulls defenders were approaching him, and he chipped it up between them and tried to split them. I was just like, whoa. Montero was spinning. Fafa was spinning. Aronson was... It was just like... Uh, Marco was megging guys for fun. Then uh, El Sino, I swear, at one point, he had six Red Bulls guys trying to chase him down, and he's just messing with them in, in the overtime. It was so funny. So the team, when they enjoy their soccer, they're definitely a good team. Yeah, it's, it gets really fun to watch. Uh, one thing I liked, Red Bulls were wasting a lot of time from as soon as the game started, and so it was nice to see them getting really annoyed at the end when we started wasting time. That was cool. Uh, let's see, I talked about goal kicks. We scored twice on set pieces. Set pieces in the playoffs are always very important. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's crucial. Also, the other two goals that weren't on set pieces were technically kind of crosses. Right. Fafa to Marco. Yeah, we on don't the score end. a lot of headers, and we scored no. a couple this game. So yeah. that was interesting. And without Casper, who's like our biggest target, right. really, usually. I guess aside from Jack. Yeah, we've talked before about how like crosses have not been our bread and butter for scoring. Right. So 
to get a bunch of goals that way. And we didn't have our top goal scorer, and we were able to find four goals in the game. Yeah, that really shows. He made an appearance in the celebration with Marco, though. He did. <laughs> I was like, I think that's Casper. That is Casper or his brother. They look alike. They do. <laughs> they do. Um. Yeah. So, what a game! What a night! Do you uh, even want to attempt Union Best, Union Worst, or just want to leave it be? You know, what? I I do want to do my Union Best. Okay. Uh and and the worst, I think the worst is between two players, and so we can take one. Okay. I'll take Wooten. You take Blake. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, but let's talk about Union Best. Do you have yours? I have mine. Uh, you can go first. All right, mine, and I gotta give him credit because we've trashed him all year. It's gotta be Ray Gaddis. I think besides having a little bit of swagger that we didn't expect, defensively he was super solid. Um, there were some times where he was just standing up guys, turning them back, um, and and I felt like he brought a lot of energy. The crowd really was like behind him, and every time he was doing stuff well, because he is a likable guy. We, I mean, no one no one can dislike him. Right. We can just kind of dislike some of his soccer playing abilities at times. Sure. But man, he played well and. When the Union were struggling in the first half, I felt like he was one of the couple guys who looked like he was up and awake from the get-go. So nice. Ray yeah, Gaddis sure. gets my Union best on the night. That's 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 history right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell, I'll I'll say one that a guy we we touched on maybe a little less because there's obviously like Sergio and uh, Badoya could be obviously up there, but I'll, I'll go with Fafa. Mm. Just because when he entered the game, like he obviously made an impact with a goal, but just his his work rate, he he also looked like up for re- immediately when he stepped on the field. Um, I think he was definitely a game changer in that one. Nice, I like that one. I like that one. He definitely deserves it. But yeah, like you said, Sergio Bedoya, definitely two guys very deserving. Um, I think both center backs had good games. Sure, uh, Elliot. Uh, with the, yeah, Elliot with the goal. I thought. I think they could have been cleaned up a little better. Yeah, McKenzie. I think had a lot of like saving tackles though. Mm. Where if he he didn't play as well, I think he could have, uh, we we could have been in a world of hurt. Harris had a pretty solid game. Aronson was solid. Uh, who else was on the field? Wagner was he was okay. I maybe a little quiet, a little quiet, yeah. but and that's fine from a left back, mm-hmm. especially when your right back is his job. His his job definitely got a lot easier once Justin's got hurt. I think yeah. that was a big factor for Red Bulls. That was a big blow for them because he he Justin's was Justin's a good player. Yeah. Yeah, we we said that in the preview. Like he's a he was a guy to watch, and he definitely uh, proved that. Yeah. All right, cool. So uh, we're gonna take a yeah. I need a take break. a deep breath. Take a deep breath here. We're gonna take a break. When we come back from the break, we're gonna talk about the game against Atlanta. Forty eight hours from now, and when you're listening, it might only be twenty four. I don't know when you listen. So and we'll talk about some watch parties, uh, some monkeys, Chester High School, and uh, we'll make our favorite predictions. I just said it all. So sounds good. Bye. Come back. <laughs> hey guys, Doobie Brothers Podcast back here. Uh thanks for listening to our Red Bull recap. What a what a night. I just still can't get over it. Um Yeah. Yeah. If if you haven't seen it on TV, it's been uh tonight it was shown, so I recorded it. But I feel like it's still on the Union website that, that like stream. So yeah, go check it out. There's so much content videos from this yeah. game. It's going to be hard <laughs> to miss. Brilliant. Really, if you're, if you're listening to this, I think you've covered and watched all the goals over and over again like we have. But Yeah, uh, so that fourth goal is something I forgot to talk about. One of the best parts was the build-up to it. Oh, yeah. like that the, Talk about that swagger. Yeah, swagger. The Elsino, like, I don't, I don't know, he like kind of stepped over, used his back foot to play it, yeah. and then whoever played it up to Fafa, who spun with it, then tried to back heel it. Aaron Long decided to use a hand to stop it, but Fafa was like, no, Chris Penso, you don't call handballs against us. And then Fafa played it to Marco Fabian, who, you know, 
just called game. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, so great buildup. But let's move on to the Dirty South, Atlanta. The how many stripes do they have? Five or something? five, but now know. they have like eight. I don't eight. know. That's um, weird. I don't know. Counting's hard. So Atlanta. Oh, what's that clever name they came up with? United. Oh, United. Oh, so another yeah. United. Huh. That's fun. Oh, wow. Clever Atlanta. So we're gonna go down there and play against them. Uh, awesome. If you get the opportunity to go, we will not be making it. Yeah, there's some guy. Uh, let's see. Tallahassee's going. Nice. Uh, Union, and then um, who else is going? There's some. There's some other. Uh, so there's going to be a decent amount of Union fans down there, which is really cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, so Atlanta beat New England 1-0. Probably the most boring game of the first round of the playoffs. Uh, and we knew New England was going to be a tough tough out regardless. But yeah, our buddy Thomas Hill's gone. I'm sorry? Our buddy from Twitter, Thomas Hill's gone. That's nice. So, yeah. Cool. Keep 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 it moving. Keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> um, Atlanta does have some big time injuries. Uh, Miles Robinson and Michael Parkhurst. Now is Robinson still out? Is he going to? Yeah, I mean go? there is an injury report out today that said they're both out. Wow. So man. yeah. So two center backs because, from what I remember, Parkhurst was playing because Robinson was out. Yeah. So now they're both out. So yeah, pretty crazy. Parkhurst uh, fills in for Miles Robinson. Who was Miles Robinson got hurt in the post uh, post game of the U.S. Cuba. Uh, game in DC this a couple weeks ago, from fitness like training he got he pulled his hamstring. The boy was pissed obviously because of that. But we pa- got we gotta give credit where credit's due for that. Ernie Stewart still doing it for the <laughs> union. You told the U.S. Men's National Team go out and suck, but after the game, make Miles Robinson work really hard, and boom, yeah, pretty good. Uh, and so yeah, so Parker's filled in. They actually played a really great game against New England. And then, but in like the ninety fifth minute, ninety fifth minute, he dislocates his shoulder and and just looked really. That, hey. It's a really tough injury. It looked he had a, he had a walk off the field with it still out, like huh. dislocated. They couldn't pop it back in. He had to like go to the hospital to get it oh. put back. It gross, but really bad. That's how he like kind of ends his career. It's really a shame, right? Because he's retiring, right? Yeah. So uh, that's that's really guy. a shame. Yeah. So unfortunate for Atlanta. You never want to see that those injuries and stuff, but um. It's going to make for a kind of a makeshift back line for Atlanta going to this game. So hopefully we have Casper back. Right. Hopefully Santos is playing this like still like he just did. Right. And we can have two strikers who are running at these guys. I would even argue that if Santos plays the way he does and against this kind of back line, if we could have Vuton just kind of occupying like LGP, like their, uh, Leandro Gal- Gonzalez-Perez, who's their like only real center back that would be playing in this game. If you could just kind of occupy him and have Santos running at Pogba or Lorenowitz or uh, Escobar, the other defenders, like that's a very, very favorable matchup for the Union. So, like, if we could, if Uden just like is there just to occupy a, a decent uh, ba- uh, center back for them and have uh, Santos going after these, these weaker defenders, that's a that's a that's not a bad look. If that's the worst thing, worst case scenario, yeah. yeah, it's it's funny when you're talking about like backup players or not the top players and the a name that comes out of your mouth is Pogba. It's <laughs> yeah, kind of like weird it's to a hear different that. Pogba. <laughs> different Pogba, but it's definitely weird to hear. Yeah. So with that being said, if if we go four four two, which goodness, I think we should. Um, what the, who, I, I to start know. the what, game, I think that's a Jim good Curtin. Option. Whatever you do is correct. Let me tell you, you have just been pulling the right strings, but for sure, let's go four four two. What about F- Fabian starting up top next to? Santos, if and we're assuming if Casper can't go, sure. Um, 
That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I I kind of like the Fabian sub. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he he's kind of like Osinio. Like if he's on the field for ninety minutes, he maybe is it's just too kind of like has to like moderate his I don't know energy kind of right. kind energy of way output, that yeah. uh that that really can he can utilize all of it in like a, a thirty minute span mm-hmm. that uh, that's been really effective. Um, so I I don't know if I love. Fabian as a striker, just because of like like we, if we play like in a four four two, we're kind of doing a more pressing, we're kind of being a more active uh, offense. That I don't think Fabian can really keep up with that. Oh, well, so I just I mean Wooten didn't do well. Um, well, Fafa could he go two speed guys? Yeah, I mean that that uh, that'd be a good look too. Um, I also like Fafa is also a, a right. very good yeah, sub, but like he, yeah. Fafa is is the least of the. Uh, I don't know. It's a, He's probably the best starter out of those those super subs that we have. Like he's right. he's a good starter. He can still make right. his mo- the most out of the ninety minutes or whatever mm-hmm. how much he plays. Yeah, do I know? I know I'm asking you questions. Yeah. I haven't been on social media today. I haven't really like followed. Do we know anything more about Bedoya? Is he? I mean, so, I know he was just cramping after the the so yeah, end of the weird. game. It's weird. He he wasn't didn't show up on the injury report that uh, MLS posted today. Uh, and, and that's kind of all I saw. But it was weird. On I listened to extra time. Um, uh, today, and they were really all these guys were really really concerned about Bedoya's injury, hmm. but I, I really don't think it like it was that big of a deal. Like Kern after the game said it was just cramping after the game. It had nothing to do with his previous uh, quad strain. And that's what it looked like. The way he was walking, it looked like he was just trying to keep right. his leg from cramping back up. But these guys, like, the extra guys, were like super concerned. Like, oh, I don't know if he could. He's going to be able to play. Like, it's going to be looks like really close. But I think he's going to be fine. Like, especially like we we know Ali Bedoya. He's he puts it all out there like he's not gonna dude i thought he was done early in the game like i remember turning to you and dad and was like bedoya's hurt he can't go yeah and there was even a time he almost went into a tackle and kind of pulled up and i was like uh he he can't go yeah and then he went another 30 to 40 minutes after that and i was just like holy smokes like i was counting this guy down and out right yeah you're right yeah so i mean but um, yeah so i mean there is probably more to it than we than we know like he's probably dealing with a lot of a lot of pain or discomfort, whatever, with the with his his quad or or cramping or whatever. So I mean, we'll see. Like he's not showing up in the injury report. I'm sure we'll get more word tomorrow, and then obviously during the game on Thursday, or before the game on Thursday. But um, I th- I think he should be fine. Mm-hmm. Casper's really the, the really the bigger question mark. Right, right. So we're going to Atlanta, arguably the toughest environment in MLS right it now? It seems like it. Like, uh, Seattle or LAFC are up there, too, but I don't know. Atlanta just seems so unique in that the, uh, the size and the, the, the dome that the, you the can ca- make it. Or the, the atmosphere that those fans create. Um, but we've we've been there. Like, we, we got a tie this year from that, that 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 going into Atlanta, so I feel like we we won't be as intimidated this this time around, especially coming off of this win, this this insane win that we kind of have this monkey off our back that I think we'll be able to kind of manage our, our nerves or whatever a little better and have a little bit more confidence into this one. Yeah. You, yeah. Are you, I know, you, I know people are saying, Oh, now we're playing like house money or maybe like, sure. like how, how far can we go? Like we got our first win, but can we really go further? But look at these two teams and the way the games have gone earlier in this year. I, I, I'm confident, man. I, I think we can we can go toe to toe. I think they're hurting. Yeah, we played a lot more soccer. Yeah, we played a day. We have a less one day less rest, and we have to travel. But 
We got the charter flight. Thanks, MLS. Yeah, they're like already in Atlanta. Yeah, already um, set up. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm confident. I think I think we are we are going to do well. I think we will control the game. I mean, we we control most games that we're in. It's not there. Are, there haven't been many games where we've been on the back foot and just kind of like we've never been. Yeah, like blown off the field for the entire game. Right. It's been moments of games or halves at, I'd at say most. NYCFC has been the team that's done the best to kind of putting yeah. us on the back foot. True. And we're just trying to find possession. But every other team, like Atlanta, LAFC, back and forth, we are having just as many, if not more, chances than the other team. And so I am confident. And I think, yeah, they have Joseph. Yeah, they've got some big name guys. Pity probably won't play. Oh really? <laughs> I mean, he didn't play in against New England, so like, it, it's it's a really weird situation there. So maybe you just one one less guy to worry about potentially. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, there's a lot of money, a lot of talent, but I don't it's know. it is it's weird after winning this playoff this this game against New England or New, sorry New York. Uh, it's like, oh, we can win playoff game. We can we win these big games, like like after like now that that's over with. That's like the big big hurdle. Like now, 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 yeah. This now, it just feels like it's just a soccer game that we and we're and anyone can win a soccer game, you know? Yeah, but at the same time, part of me also got nervous seeing how much we celebrated after winning our first game. Like we just won one game in the playoffs. We just won a first round matchup at home, and not to just pull us down because I was just going the other way, but (laughs) um, you know me. Um, But like I won. And, yeah, the team's going to be pumped up, hopefully, and stuff. But I don't want them to think, like, like we haven't done anything. We still haven't won a trophy. We still haven't, you know, advanced to a final of an MLS playoff. We, yeah, we, we, yes, we won a playoff game, but we haven't won anything yet. And so we just have, I just don't want us to go in thinking, like, all right, well, we did that. Now the rest is just kind of gravy. But, like, we... This is a good year. This is a year that we've got a chance to really do some damage and and to get far. We we're only what three wins away from MLS Cup. Yeah, and that's that's crazy to think that we need to win three games to win MLS Cup. Um, at least one's on the road. We could have two of them at home though. Right. Yeah. Uh, like this like the way results could fall. Like this could potentially be the hardest opponent we face. Right. And and so we just need to make sure we go into this game with the same mentality, same intensity that we went into Red Bull. Just not give up a couple goals and another goal and we can't we can't we we can't dig ourselves out of another hole. Yeah, it w- it would be nice to avoid those early goals. Yeah. Uh yeah, maybe hold I remember listening to Bedoya, I don't know if it was after the game or I don't know what it was, presser uh but he was like I was telling the team we can't give up the early goal. And then we gave up the early goal. At halftime, I was screaming at everyone, throwing stuff. And it's just funny. He knew that we, you cannot give up early goals at this at this point in yeah. uh, the season. And uh, I, uh, I don't know. We were so nervous on Sunday. I'm almost, like, thankful I have work on Thursday to kind of take my mind off of it. But Thursday's going to be crazy, man. We're in the yeah. conference semifinals. It is, it's, it's, it's crazy to feel. Yeah, it's, but it, it, I don't know. For, for some reason, I feel less nervous. Just because, I, I don't know. I just I just feel like we're we're I feel so much more confidence in this team after seeing them just win this 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 epic game and and yeah, just get that that monkey off the back. I don't know. Like it, it's just a feeling that like it's it's going to be that like after so many years of failing in these big moments, we finally 
our team that that is isn't gonna shy away from the the biggest stage. So now we just can keep c- going out there and keep continuing that kind of performance. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'll be as positive as anyone, but yeah, just playing a little devil's advocate. Sure. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me go negative one more time. <laughs> oh boy. This, and this is just kind of something I thought about uh, uh, based off something Matt emailed us. Um, the new playoff format hooked us up because if it was the old playoff format, home and away, this game what Red Bulls would have tied three three, and we would have given up three away goals to Red Bulls. Yeah. We would be in trouble. It would play. To, we uh, this game would be played completely differently, though. Well, yeah, because they're yeah. playing to win the game, not to set up the second leg. Right, but I'm just saying, like, like it was kind of. It is kind of nice that we only had to to win our first playoff thing. We only had to win one game. We didn't have to do a home and home with the team, and so it's just kind of something to think about. I don't know. I didn't think about it until uh, Matt emailed us, and I was like, oh, you know what? That's true. Yeah. This this one-legged playoff at home did help us because we just had to win one game. We didn't have to go on the road to play Red Bulls where they could only. Well, I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I I so. get that. That's totally true. But um, it I mean this 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 weekend show that just the one-offs are the way to go with playoffs. It, that it's was been phenomenal. An incredible week of soccer. Weekend yeah. of soccer. Yeah, I know the Euro snobs aren't listening to us because why would you listen to an MLS <laughs> podcast if you're a Euro snob? But I love Jim Curtin's quote about Euro snobs. Oh, yeah. So like, uh, yeah, there's, there's no arguing against it. It's it's this is that was a fun such weekend. a fun yeah it's such a soccer. fun uh, format for for uh, for playoffs. Yeah. Um. So do you want to do you want to go to predictions? Do you want to go to? Oh, uh, before we save get there. That? Okay. Yeah. Let's let's end with that. Um. So Thursday night we will be watching. Just like everyone else, we'll be watching at home, though. But we'll, we'll be having our own little Fredericksburg watch party with our buddy Jonathan. If anyone else in the Fredericksburg area listens to the DP Brothers, or even if you're like a DC person, you feel like making a drive down to Fredericksburg, uh, shoot me a message. You guys know who you are. Um, yeah, we could set up something here. Yeah, that'd be um, cool. Just don't tell my wife. <laughs> I got more friends coming. <laughs> um, if you're in the she suite. She won't believe you. You don't have more friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you lying sack of crap. Um, if you're in the Swedesboro area, there's a watch party at Center Square Tavern. So go join those people. Um, yeah, it looks like a lot of people are tweeting about that one. Uh, Kirsten of the Sons of Ben, Max. So people are like tagged us in. So I wanted to give them a shout out. So try to get out there. Yeah, seems like there's a good amount. There's I think there's a, the at, at Yards in Philly is, mm-hmm. is a big one. I think there's a. I imagine that one will be packed. Yeah, it's a cool place. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, I'm sure there's plenty more that that we're not uh, not aware of because we're not in the area. But um, uh, it's going to be great. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of Union fans getting together and getting excited for this this huge this other huge massive game for the Union. I feel like we've had you know so many this year that um they just keep coming. Hopefully there's going to be more than just this one. Yeah, uh, another watch party. Um, Jeffrey Mitchell is Franklin's a place. Oh yeah, the, I think that's a big one for Union fans too up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, another guy, Jacob, talks about the Sweetsboro one. So, yeah, lots of cool watch parties. Uh, but if you want to come to the Fredericksburg, Virginia It's going to be party. the best one, I'm sure. There's going to be at least three of us. Yeah, we've got uh, beer and non-alcoholic beer. So um, it's going to be fun. Yeah, all kinds <laughs> of uh, whatever you want to drink. We got uh, My wife just bought milk from the grocery store, too. So, Ooh. yeah, chocolate milk's all around. Can't wait. Uh, Got to give a shout-out to Chester High School. Yeah, the Clippers. They uh, had uh, a game today. Well. First home game back. First home game ever. 
I don't, I'm not sure the, the total history, but at least in a, in a very, very long time. Uh, so, so support from the union, got some some fresh kits and got that program uh, some support. So pretty cool to see some some coverage of that. Um, Saw yeah. their goal off of set piece. Yeah, man, nice set piece goals, man. Corner it's a, contagious for the ball. Yeah, that's, that's how we do it. Um, so yeah, that's a cool cool program that the union have helped support. So good to see some Chester High School soccer again. Hopefully, one of them maybe one day could be a, a union player. That would be that'd cool. be pretty wild. That'd be pretty cool. So that brings yeah. us to predictions. our predictions. Um, neither of us were close on the last one. I thought three one. I think you said two zero. Yeah, and I think we were just hoping to not have a nail biter. You said four one. So four that, one. That's pretty, yeah. I mean, that's kind of close. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So I, I did get the goals right. So yeah, and I think I called all the right goal scores too. So sure you did. Um, gosh. So now we're going to Atlanta. Oh boy. This is. Uh, <sighs> I mean, it can't be any more dramatic than that right, one, right? Yeah. So it can't <laughs> okay. be like a four three thriller. I mean, you have to imagine, right? And so with you saying that, now I can understand a little less stress. Like, we can't go through that again. Yeah. Like, the odds oh, of us having be... something that dramatic God, couldn't take again, it. I don't know what they are. Probably pretty good. I don't, it's going to happen again. Man. It's going to be like, I don't know. I'll, I'm going to go 2-1 Union. I think it is going to be a tight, close one, but not as back and forth. I think we will get two goals. Um, I think Santos will... I think Santos is going to get them both. Oh, boy. Yeah. Big Santos thing. Yeah. Santos with a brace. Classic. Yeah. I always want someone to score a brace. I like that. It's going to be cool. I wanted to say 2-1-2, two, two, but I'll, I'll, I'll change mine. I'm going to say say 1-0 game. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I don't know if I can handle that, it. That might I think it was even more nerve-wracking. Yeah. But I think it'll be a, a nice second-half goal and like maybe somewhere in the in the 70, 70 to 80th minute. We're pulling away. Now, the cool thing with your prediction is means that uh, Blake gets a shutout. Which after this past game, yeah, I feel like he'll bounce back. Like I, yeah. I have no, you know, proof of like why I would believe that, but I, I just feel like he's, he's not, he's not the kind of keeper. Like what, what we saw on Sunday isn't Andre Blake, you know, typically. He, mm-hmm. This is, I don't think that was a, an indictment of how he's gonna play in the future. I think that was just a one-off. He had a had a rough day, and uh, I don't think we'll see that again. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, playing against Jose Martinez. So. Yep. Yep. But okay. okay, a little fact from our from our last game against Joseph. We only gave a one shot to Joseph. Ooh, and that was one. He scored one goal. He scored. But we gave up one shot to Joseph Martinez in that in that game. Oh so. yeah, another fun fact about Jack Elliott. Saw okay. this on Twitter from someone. Um, Jack Elliott has as many so as a fourth round draft pick has as many goals in the playoffs as the rest of that round's draft picks have playoff appearances. So he's got a goal. And I guess there's one playoff appearance from the fourth round players. So pretty cool, pretty cool for Jack. All right. Any more facts we got that, that, um, that about it? A bear can climb faster than it can run. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for listening. It's been fun. I uh, can't wait to talk to you next week about the union's big victory over Atlanta. And hopefully we'll have a home playoff game. It could happen next week. Okay. So if we win. And we host. It's is it Thursday night? Uh, is it Halloween? Yeah. So that's it. It's the thirtieth, whatever night. Oh, that so is. that'd be Wednesday. Okay. The yeah. night before Halloween. Okay. Okay, that's much more doable. I was talking to my wife, and she's like, "You can't miss Halloween." Yeah. Oh yeah. And you I was can. like, "You've been adorable little kid." I know. You can't miss those. Yeah, it's gonna be a school bus for Halloween. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um. Okay. So, if we're hosting, 
I don't know. Maybe you'll see the Doopy Brothers up there. At least one of them. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, We'll talk to you next week. Nothing but positive vibes. Positelphia. Let's go out and get that next win. Let's beat Atlanta. All right. See you guys.